We all experience overwhelm in our personal and professional lives, but just because it's common doesn't mean that it's easy to overcome. This week on The Beauty Standard, Nicole chats with pharmacist and wellness coach Dr. Brianna Gregory about her five-step process to squashing overwhelm. From asking yourself for permission to rest to finding the right vitamins, this episode tackles mental and physical triggers of overwhelm so you can live a life full of joy, abundance, and balance. Welcome to The Beauty Standard with your host, Nicole Gregory, Urban U CEO and medical spa industry key opinion leader. A podcast where we bring you thought leaders, experts, and trailblazers who are setting the standard in the beauty and wellness industry. We bring you the latest trends straight from the source before they go mainstream. So grab your coffee or wine, come relax with us, and be prepared to be inspired. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beauty Standard. This is Nicole Gregory, and today we are really happy to have on Brianna, Dr. Brianna Gregory. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Nicole. I appreciate you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, yes. I was reading your bio and looking through your websites and just, I was understanding, first of all, what you do. And I'm like, second of all, I need to book something with her. (laughs) This is great, great work that you're doing. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about you and how you, your journey to get to um, being a, a coach specifically for um, over, I guess, maybe overachieving women, uh, high performing uh, women. And um, what got you there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, certainly a journey. Um, that's why, you know, my coaching and my work as a pharmacist and my health and wellness all really overlaps. And I feel like that's what makes my work so intentional. So when I was in my early 20s, um, I was at that time competing as a professional athlete, actually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it puts a lot of stress on your body, of course. <laughs> wow. Um, what, what kind of athletic were you? So I was a golfer. Okay. Um, never people's first guess, but, <laughs> but you know, it requires a lot, right. a lot of travel. Yeah, it requires a lot of travel. It's very physically demanding. And, you know, it started to really take a toll on my body, Um, but it wasn't just the athletic performance or the travel or anything like that. It was the environment I was living in, too. I was traveling to a lot of different places. And actually what kind of started my interest in wellness is I had taken a trip to Europe and I got really sick when I was there. And when I returned to the U.S., I had seen over 10 doctors before they figured out what the heck was going on. And, you know, crazy enough, it ended up just being a bacterial infection in my stomach, but it had gotten so far blown out of proportion that I was exhibiting all these other symptoms, right? I was losing weight. I didn't have an appetite. I felt like I couldn't breathe. There was a lot of things that were going on, which in my body, because I have to live in it every day, I knew there was something more going on. Uh But, you know, living a busy schedule and having a very physically demanding schedule, it just kind of started to downward spiral for me. And at this point, I hadn't been to pharmacy school yet. I was not a practicing pharmacist yet. So I didn't really understand how the medical system worked. I had never been sick. I had never had to go see a doctor. I had never had to receive a prescription. So I simply was not exposed to the medical system, if you will. Can I have told you were at this point? Uh, just because you're typically when you're younger, your body will react differently than when you're older. So just right. curious to get perspective. Yeah, I think I was 22 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. So too young, you know, for those type of things to be yes. happening. But unfortunately, we see these types of things in all ages of people. Um, and, you know, that kind of brings me to my point is that anyone who is high achieving or has a busy schedule or has too much on their plate makes their body more vulnerable and more apt to to fall or to succumb to something as simple as a bacterial infection, right? This was a common bacterial infection. It was H. pylori. It's everywhere. But, you know, that being said, I, I really had my eyes opened to the types and the amount of medications that were being recommended to me left and right. I was offered open heart surgery, if you want to say offered. Um, wow. I went to a gastroenterologist. I went to a neurologist. You know, all these things, right? Completely unnecessary. And it kind of led me down the path of knowing that there was something more. There, I, I couldn't have been the only person that was experiencing this ping pong ball or this pinball, I guess this pinball machine effect of just feeling like I was getting bounced around from doctor to doctor. And fast forward to me going through pharmacy school and getting to where I am now, um, you know, I guess I was cursed and blessed at the same time watching my dad go through cancer treatment. And, you know, we lost him about 10 years ago now, but that I bring that up a lot because it's, yeah, thank you. I bring that up a lot because it was very instrumental in my health journey. I got to see what pharmacists did and that really intrigued me. And that's, that's partially what nudged me to go to pharmacy school. But just like any other medical professional, we are trained very conventionally. And so, you know, coming out of pharmacy school and learning what I did, even though I'm very grateful for that information, I started to see how the pieces were put together to lead to a society that's very over-medicated. And for patients that are very confused about how to navigate the medical system. And unfortunately, it leads to a you know, a, a society where there's not a lot of trust in healthcare professionals. And I feel like it's my, you know, I, t- I took a, took an oath when I graduated pharmacy school to do no harm and a duty to inform. And I feel like that's a lot of what I'm doing is a, as a coach actually is helping to empower and encourage people and pull them out of the weeds as far as their health goes and realize that there's a difference between health and there is a difference between wellness health. In my opinion, is staying alive. <laughs> Wellness is thriving. And that's the difference. It's, you know, it's understanding that you don't have to live with what you feel like is depression or anxiety every day. You don't have to live with these recurrent painful menstrual periods. You don't have to live with these symptoms because it's not normal. And a lot of times when I tell people that they're shocked, like, but I live like this every day. How is this not normal? It doesn't have to be your normal. So myself being a, a, you know, a high achieving, busy woman, you know, as yourself, you tend to overload your plate. And so this really resonates with me to speak into women and to encourage them to say, Hey, you can still do everything you want to do. And at the same time, your body can be well, and you can be thriving and your energy can be pushing you and driving you forward to be doing what you love and want to do, but even better. That's amazing work. Um, I am really very sorry about your dad. My dad's been through some cancer stuff right now too for the third time. And it's, mm-hmm. it's tough to see. And I think you do put things in perspective, you know, you really start to look at, you know, what am I doing to continue my lifelong journey of, of wellness, you know, not just health, like you said, which is the immediate and then, but the wellness is the, the long term. What does that look like? And I, I don't know if 
you don't really look at that until something like that hits you or for you personally, right? Like it really, so it's, it's hard to, I think for a lot of people to say, this is great, Brianna, but you know, I, I, I'm good. And I, I can handle all of this. Um, when I have an issue, I just go to Dr. Google or Dr. TikTok <laughs> and look at, and look up, you know, how to, how to take care of this. Right. So, right. um, so I, I think you're on your mindset and your practice is built around the long term. And, you know, we're, as humans, we're kind of lazy, right? So to, mm-hmm. I mean, like we just want that immediate. And I think that's why so many pills are prescribed. Um, it's just easy. Uh, okay, I'll take this and I'll feel better. I'll take this, I'll lose weight. So how, like, tell me about what it is that, um, you know, we know there's a lot of people out there like you and me, me specifically, I would say sometimes, sounds like you've already went through the journey. Um, what, what is it that you, you know, how do you work with people to get uh, to them, their best wellness? Right. Yeah. Well, you bring up a good point because for somebody have to have to make a change, they have to be willing. And it's, it's kind of like a purchase or a transaction. You have to see the value to make a purchase, you know, whether it's a couch or, you know, something in your home or a vehicle, um, you know, it's, it's a transaction where you perceive value. And so I think a big part of what I am doing as a coach and, and as a pharmacist, you know, I blend these two things together to, to practice really, you know, alongside people to help them find what their journey of wellness looks like is it requires education on my part. And it also requires empowerment. The educational standpoint is what I've learned practicing in the wellness space as a pharmacist and helping people understand, listen, you know, you might be on medications, but it's only masking the symptoms. Okay. And let me remind you that you don't ever get sick because you have a low level of Prozac in your blood or Xanax or Valium, right? Like that's not how that works. The way it works is that you get sick because one of two things, either your body is deficient in something that it needs, or it's out of balance. So just like anything else, we would go in and correct that deficiency or that imbalance, and then we'd be back to where we needed to be. But that's not really how medicine is shown or portrayed to the world. We say, hey, here's a medication to fix that. And then what happens? Then that person goes in for a follow-up six months later and they need another medication because of all the side effects from the previous medication they were just prescribed. So a lot of it on my part is education. And the, you know, the other side of the coin is empowerment and saying, listen, for one, as a high achieving woman, as a woman in general, as a human, you deserve better. You deserve better acknowledgement. You deserve to be listened to. You deserve to be empowered and encouraged to achieve the, the, the best, healthiest, most well version of you. Do you believe in you? You know, are you ready to commit to those changes? Because listen, you didn't get here overnight feeling this way. And the correction is not going to be overnight either. But as a coach, my job is to pull them just a little bit outside of their comfort zone. (laughs) Right. You know, right. And understand, listen, hey, if you fall off the horse, that's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask you to make 10 changes in one day. I'm going to ask you to make one bite-sized doable change and then focus on the win of succeeding that because that helps to reinforce in your mind, hey, I can do this. 
I did this one change, now I can do the next change. And this is getting me one step closer to my healthiest self. Mm-hmm. So it's, That's- you know, it's kind of complex, but it's, it's neat because everyone's journey is so different. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, it sounds amazing because I do believe um, like you said, you, everyone has a health journey or, and it moves in. I love that your analogy of health to wellness, cause there is a big difference. And mm-hmm. you know, the mindset, as you said, the value, like what value do I see in this? And I, you know, I, I purchased a lot of different things over my lifetime. I think everyone has, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that will be interesting if I can do that, right? Like X, Y, and Z, whether it's, it's a product for wellness or it's a, a class for wellness, you know, like that will be interesting. And then it becomes very one-offish, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you're doing these purchases that are not like, I think that's going to help me, right? Or I think that's going to solve my issue. So what is it, you know, between the, yes, I see value in wellness. And then I have my own, like I said, Dr. Google, Dr. TikTok, however I want to look at it. And there's people like yourself that are just doing this wonderful work. So how, even though there's value in both of them, I guess, in some ways, right, in my decision-making process, um, what is it that you're, you know, that you're doing with people very specifically? We tend to go, yeah, I want to do that class, or I want to do this X, Y, and Z, and that that's going to be great, but it's to really keep that long-term value and that like, you have to see it yourself. Like I am worth this. I am worth doing this. This, I might fall off the horse, like you said, but I am worth doing this for the change that's going to come from it. How do you help people get right. there? And then what is it that people do, you know, um, when they're with you so they can continue to see that? Right. Well, there is a you know conversation that I have with clients who are interested in potentially working with me because, um, you know, I, I, again, I, I have this ethical portion as a pharmacist pulling me saying, you know, you don't help, you don't do something for someone unless it's going to help them. Right. I, I'm not here to put medications on. That's not my, that's not my job. My job is to make you get well and to help you recognize that you need to get well. So in the, in those initial processes and in those initial stages of getting to know one another, I have to understand what it is that's driving them. So, you know, let's say I'm working with somebody who their, you know, their daughter is engaged, but they want to be sure that they make it till the wedding. You know, they want to see their daughter walk down the aisle. Like that's a really common one, but you know, I'm just so far down. I don't know how I'm ever going to recoup my health and ever live that long. That's a legitimate conversation, you know, but what is, what is it that's driving you? So that's what I'm doing a lot is pulling back the layers of the onion and understanding what it is that they are discontented with. And then we go from there because that's the driver. It's the discontent. It's the discomfort that eats away at us noticeably every day. And that's what I want to course correct for that person. But like you mentioned, Nicole, it has to be something that's long lasting, right? So for it to be that way, for it to be a value to the person to say, yes, I want to work with you as, you know, coaching client, I want to get well, they have to perceive personal value and have something where they're going to be able to measure their change, which is why I try to use these steps to help them squash overwhelm and to get ahead of it before it comes and understand the connection between being overwhelmed, being stressed and the toll it takes on their body. And once I feel like they have a good understanding of that, then we go from there. We talk about, again, the connection between overwhelmed stress and you know your wellness, what's impacting it? Because a lot of times people think, well, I just, you know, I work too much or I have, it's basically just, you know, a list of things that's overwhelming them. Um, so therefore I can't keep my health up. Well, that's not true. You absolutely can. 
a lot of the time, what we are actually adjusting is the lifestyle choices. And by lifestyle choices, yes, it's partially what you're putting in your body, you know, as far as food is concerned and things like that. Yes, of course. But many times it's the actual environment that you're living in. So what's behind the walls of your house? What are you driving through on your commute to work? What lotions or shampoos or soaps are you using on your body? Because your body or your skin is the largest organ on your body, right? So you're going to absorb a ton through it. Now, if you are experiencing this anxiety or sickness, for example, and you don't know why, there's an explanation to it. So if you play this out, you think about someone who is prescribed an anti-anxiety medication that maybe their body is being just put on fire because of something that they're that's in their environment that's attacking their system, making them feel anxious. They deserve better than just being prescribed an anti-anxiety medication. They need someone who's going to peel back the layers and say, okay, well, let's talk about the environment in your home. You know, and it doesn't have to be a dirty place, right? I hear this all the time. Um, I'm located in Houston. We get, you know, hurricanes, things like that. Um, people have a lot of mold in their homes here and it looks perfectly fine from the inside, but you peel back a wall and these, these people's immune system don't have a fighting chance simply because of the environment that they're living in. So because of that, the body will oftentimes become depleted in essential nutrients and, and vitamins that it needs to function. And then when, you know, somebody may become deficient in, let's say magnesium, for example, all of a sudden they start having insomnia and gut issues. And rather than just replacing something like a supplement that they may be deficient in, they get prescribed medications to mask those symptoms. And that's really what I'm trying to get ahead mm -hmm. of, because I mean, there are so many people out there that are in the situations that I'm talking about, but where I can make the biggest change is getting ahead and saying, Hey, you're going to be overwhelmed. Like that's a loop. Everyone's going to experience that. How do you get ahead of it? How do you squash it? And do you understand that you deserve better when it comes to your wellness? You're in control of your body. You have the ability to make the adjustments you need. And as women, really, I feel like we deserve that encouragement because we're great multitaskers and we can do a lot, but it doesn't mean that we should have to. Like what you're hearing so far? Leave us a review or rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We listen to our audience and want our show to be its best. Email a screenshot of your review to thebeautystandard at theurbanu.com for a gift from Urban U for me. Your one-stop shop for luxury skincare you can't find at Ulta or Sephora. Thank you for your continued support. Such a great point is that, you know, I think we think we have to. Um, and I, I do want to go back to some of your, you know, talk a little bit about the functional medicine <laughs> side of, of things, but the, the overwhelm, you know, and again, I don't, know if you know you're overwhelmed until you you're really in it uh right you're like oh my mm -hmm. gosh i've really taken on too much one two i think that it's almost like ptsd like you've done it before then you get there again and you're like oh shoot <laughs> here i am <laughs> right in the middle of it again so i i don't know like are there are there techniques uh, or at least you know some type of encouragement you can give people to just understanding that overwhelming feeling um, as you said we deserve it to understand and feel that feel our best but I don't think we realize that we're right in the middle of it yeah it's actually a really good question because we live in such a busy overstimulating world that 
what's lacking there is quiet time. And so, you know, if there's, there's one thing that someone, you know, takes away from this is give yourself permission to have quiet time every day, because you'll notice when you try to have the quiet time that your mind is racing. And that right there should be telling you something that you're so concerned or consumed about everything else going on around you, you may have skipped over yourself and not giving yourself the permission to slow down. And when you don't give yourself the permission to slow down, then you're being consumed by the things that are overwhelming you, you know, in your environment, whether that's people or your job or whatever those things might be, it's going to look different for everybody. But if someone is not sure if they're overwhelmed, I encourage them specifically to start today by giving themselves just five minutes of quiet time alone, you know, no music. Um, I just is it like a meditation kind of thing. I mean, it, it yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have this conversation with clients a lot. They're like, Oh, I'm not really the type to meditate and meditate. I say, listen, you don't have to sit there with your legs crossed on the floor and do all that. If you do, that's great. But meditation comes in many different forms. It comes in being mentally still, it comes in prayer, you know, it comes in many different forms. So whatever that looks like for you, giving yourself the permission to have some quiet time each day and seeing where your thoughts go, because actually, I mean, your thoughts, they never stop. It's going to take you directly to that area of your life that is causing the most anxiety or overwhelm for you. Uh That's wonderful. No, that's great. And I think that is really a great practice to get in. And then again, back to the overwhelm where you don't realize it to your internet. And then everyone wants that one pill, that one thing. But I, I believe really just getting the anxiety out through exercises or walk, being in, you know, just getting out. Um, Do you have an incorporation? I guess is my question in your practice when you're helping people of sounds like there's the quiet time, there's some just self-addressing issues, your home environment, you know, do you focus on the actual wellness part too in your, in your prognosis or in your, not project, your, your evaluation? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a big thing is movement. It's that yeah. quiet time, but it's also movement because movement is one of those tools that I can use to implement quickly. It's free, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's free to move and you can make big changes. You know, you can really swing big doors with this small hinge. And so it's a small change that someone can make to have big results. The reason why is that by moving, of course, you create and get endorphins flowing. It's good to help boost your mood. You might get outside and also be able to get vitamin D while you're doing that. But it helps to also mobilize the lymphatic system, which is a huge drainage pathway and highway through your body, getting out the toxins. And we are, when we are stagnant, those toxins build up and cause all kinds of problems. One of the places they love to accumulate is in the brain. So by getting out and getting moving, it allows our body's fluids to circulate as they should, and then also get out of the body, which is, mm-hmm. and that's a, a normal process, right? Our body's always creating toxic byproducts just as, as you know, because we're living, because we're living creatures, but we need to flush that out. So movement is a nice free tool. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, get up, get out, get outside, give yourself at least start with 10 minutes a day. You know, if it's too overwhelming, which it is for a lot of people, myself included to try and build that in sometimes giving myself just 10 minutes. First thing in the morning too, is especially good to get that lymph flowing and to get your brain locked in for the day. 
I love the way you said it. Just give yourself permission for that time. What What's five minutes? It's 10. I mean, and I, you know, I do tend to get my, my normal, uh, you know, four to five in a week workouts, which is really makes, I know it makes me feel good. But when I don't do those things, for example, I'm still deflating that time rather than half an hour. It's, you know, I only have five minutes left to do something, right? So <laughs> I think that's, it's like giving ourselves permission. And I, I know everyone said for years, just put it on your calendar, like a schedule. I'm like, I do, right? But like, is there uh, a trick to the permission part of the work of that movement? Um, because I think it, it's, again, it's great to say, hey, you should work out X amount of days or get the movement in. Is there is there a mental trick that you can help us with that that says it's okay? You're you're allowed to do this. Yeah, giving yourself grace is a big thing, and that's really difficult. So building it in is a really great technique on your calendar. Something that's going to pop up and remind you every day, and maybe even in that reminder, you put something like give yourself permission. You know, maybe the maybe yeah. the 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 pop up doesn't say workout time. You know, it says give yourself permission to be active. And understand that this is a constant journey. There's never going to be a time in your life where it's no longer appropriate or necessary to be active. So, you know, maybe rather than workout time, it's it's your permission time. It's your you time. You know, you block off that just like you would block off anything else in your calendar. But I think that that's a great technique is just physically blocking it off. And if it's a half hour you don't have to be doing a HIIT workout for a half hour. You know, maybe no. it's a few minutes of stretching. It's a few minutes of cooling down, but you give it 10 minutes of all in because that is going to affect your mood, your mindset. And again, your body's ability to do things like detoxify and follow these normal processes that it should throughout the rest of the day. But yeah, reminding yourself that that is a piece of permission rather than an obligation is extremely yes. important. Uh-huh. You really helped me with something there. Thank you. Um, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go back to the functional medicine side of, of what you're doing. I mean, I know. Um, you tell me just a little bit about that because the word you brought the um, uh, magnesium, right? And I was like, gosh, this is something I continue to hear over and over in different ways to use it and when you should use it. I, I do think it's probably one of our new super uh, medications. Not the right word, but uh, vitamins, right? Like, mm-hmm. tell me about first of all, the functional medicine side of what you do, but then how someone should incorporate, you know, the vitamins, because I think that's overwhelming at points. And then maybe even deeper, if you could tell us a little bit about magnesium, because I am super interested in how that it does help. It helps overall with everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, vitamins get kind of a bad rap, right? You're kind of woo woo out there if you focus on a vitamin regimen and that's bogus. Um, because our body has essential vitamins. So just like it has other essential nutrients, why wouldn't we treat vitamins the same? They're just as, if not more important. Uh, Magnesium specifically has more than 300 different functions and different roles within the body that it plays. So, you know, if someone tells me that it's not important to replace magnesium, then I don't know what they're talking about, but magnesium is important for regulating your sleep and for calming your mind and for being sure that you have deep sleep, for helping to relax your muscles, relax tension. It's good for gut function. It's good to help assist in hormone conversion and breakdown. So again, you mentioned functional medicine. For those that are not familiar with functional medicine, it's looking at how the entire body functions together. Okay. And we can't just say, well, I'm not sleeping well, so I need to, you know, 
take a sleeping pill or melatonin or get blackout curtains. Those might all be part of it. You know, I'm not discounting any of those, but, you know, think about what you have that it's essential to your body that you could be missing something like magnesium. Now, magnesium is a safe one to go ahead and take, uh, you know, for most people, because most people are magnesium deficient. One of the reasons being is we have highly cultivated soil in this country, at least, that there's such high turnover that over the years, our soil has inherently become magnesium depleted. So the plants and our foods are, are not picking up that nutrient like they used to or once did. And that's how we largely get our magnesium source. So, mm-hmm. you know, if it's, it's, it makes a lot of sense why a lot of people have issues sleeping because they're probably deficient in magnesium. So that's just one tool that we can use to accomplish a lot of different things. One of the goals in functional medicine approaches is one, not over medicating. And two, how do we get the most bang for our buck? And what I mean there is, you know, instead of giving you five different medications that accomplish five different things separately, what if I can give you one supplement that accomplishes five things? it's going to be more effective. You're actually going to feel better and get replenished and you're going to just have to buy one product. So that really is a better bang for your buck. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's an overall body approach. Um, but that. yeah, yeah. Magnesium is, it's very interesting. And of course, you know, this is, you know, not a supplement for medical advice, of course, but you know, as far as, as far as what to supplement, start with your body's needs when it comes to essential vitamins and nutrients, start there. And, you know, you always want to be sure that you're getting it from a good source and a clean source um, that can ensure the processes of the manufacturing of, you know, the vitamins or supplements that you're receiving, essentially. You want, you want it to be as clean as possible, no heavy metals, no other junk in there, because supplements and vitamins are not regulated in the same way that medications are. So you don't always know what you're getting. So it's, it's very wise to go under the advice of a pharmacist or a physician who can direct you in, in the right place to get the cleanest supplements possible, because just because it's a supplement doesn't mean it's good for you, right? It needs to be clean. And you would know as a pharmacist, right? Like, you know that, because I don't think, I didn't know this. I have a, I have a friend who's a pharmacist as well. Mm -hmm. And she's, she talks a lot about clean supplements. Um, uh, over and over and how to get it. Now I'll, I'll send her like my Amazon cartons and here's the ones I'm thinking about. No, 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 don't do that. Go, go get these ones. These are, here's, you you got to read the, it's like reading the bottle or the, you know, a label right in the back of the box. And so she's taught me a lot about how to read those labels and how to understand, like you said, the manufacturing process. And, um, and I, I don't know if people really get that because they're always just, Oh, something magnesium. I'm going to go out there and get it. It'll be here tomorrow. You know, that kind of thing. So, um, I think there's a huge education process around, uh, clean supplements that we all need to really understand in the, in the functional medicine side is where I think that's where medicine is going. Would you agree? Is is functional medicine. I agree. I, I do believe it's the future and I hope and pray it is because it's an, it's an enlightenment and it opens people's eyes, but you bring up a really good point there about reading labels. You know, it's a bit like food labels, but it is, it still blows my mind every day when I look at these generic supplements and I say, Hey, if I have trouble reading that, how is the, you know, non-medical person going to read and understand that the way that they label those oftentimes is very misleading as far as the, the concentration or the potency of the product. And for example, CBD is kind of an interesting, um, 
you know, product in the way that a lot of the bottles are labeled. It will say, you know, 300 milligrams, it'll say 300 milligrams or something like that. You think that you're getting 300 milligrams per dose when it's really 300 milligrams in the entire bottle. And that's really confusing to people. That would be confusing to me, right? I mean, it's crazy that this still happens, but, you know, especially with things like magnesium, there's also different types of magnesium. So you can't just go and pick up any type of magnesium and think it's just going to help with your sleep, right? Like I said, it regulates gut function and does so many other things. So, you know, it's, that's why it's important to utilize the knowledge of a pharmacist or a physician in uh, what type of magnesium you need, depending on what you're trying to treat, et cetera. You want to choose the right one. Yeah, no, that's where your value really comes in. Well, Mm -hmm. Dr. Brianna, thank you so much for your time today. Is there anything else you'd like to share that we haven't touched? Um, I'd love for for you to have a minute. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I really just want people to feel encouraged and empowered and know that, hey, if your health is not where you feel like it needs to be, please have the courage to ask the questions why. Always ask the question why. Just because someone is a physician or a pharmacist or a medical professional doesn't mean that they shouldn't be questioned, myself included. You know, I want my patients and my clients to feel like they have 100% transparency with me, and I want them to feel like they're a family member. Like I am treating them and giving them the same information I would give a family member and trust your gut. You know, if it doesn't feel right, if the treatment doesn't feel right, if, if you've been prescribed a medication and you know in your mind and in your body that you're not getting better, have the courage to go seek treatment and advice elsewhere. You know, do not ever settle because we deserve so much better from our medical professionals. And I want everyone to hear that. I want everyone to digest that and and feel encouraged to take charge of their own wellness because at the end of the day, it is your responsibility to take charge of your own wellness. Mm-hmm. Physicians are people. I mean, we make mistakes. <laughs> we are human beings and we make mistakes. So I think it's it's normal. It should become normal, right? That we are able to have a second opinion or go further in that investigation because that's how we learn. Right. And it's everyone's body is different. Like what you're, if you went to someone for a, you know, X, Y, and Z, and I went for that same X, Y, and Z um, it, to two different doctors, we're going to get two different probably outcomes that they're going to say to do something just because of their knowledge, their background. And um, yeah, I, I think that is the hard part is we we want to trust our doctors, but you know, there's all this, like we talked about before, this misinformation from the Googles and the TikToks and friends. And, you know, so, you know, like where, where do you go for that a source of truth? I guess, as you're saying, is just follow your gut. You'll know. Yeah. Trust yeah. and verify, trust and verify for sure. Ooh, I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Use your, you know, utilize your sources and um, you know, I, I always welcome people to reach out to me with questions that they have. And if I don't know the answer, or I don't provide the service or the product. I will, at least what I can promise you is I'll get you in touch with someone who does know the answer. Um, awesome. Cause I'm, I'm only going to recommend people that I trust. That's for sure. Right. And you probably have a nice network of that. Well, tell <laughs> us how we get in touch with you. If someone has a question, they want to work with you. They just, they need to know more about magnesium, whatever it might be. Right. How do we get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can visit my website, which is briannagregory.com. More information about my story there. I hope that it resonates with, you know, at least a few people out there that say, hey, that sounds like me. I want to know more. Um, But again, you're more than welcome to shoot me messages on there. Uh, Subscribe for my newsletter on there, The Refined Woman. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Dr. underscore Brianna Gregory. 
And that's typically where I'm most active in either of those two places. But yeah, please, you know, get the dialogue going, ask the questions. I welcome them. And um, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be on people's journey with them. So every day, every day I'm learning. Well, thank you for being on this journey with us on the Beauty Standard. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Beauty Standard by Urban U. This podcast is here to inspire, support, and deliver what you need to hear today to continue on your wellness journey. Check out our Instagram at The Urban U or website www.theurbanu.com. If you love today's episode, we'd love for you to leave a review and share. Thanks! Go on Instagram and follow us for more skincare education, giveaways, and how to get the best values for the products that you love. At UI for me.